Welcome back to For the Love of Men podcast. My name is Courtney Shand and I'm hosting with my dear, dear friend, Brie Mosier. She's just the best. We're so excited to bring this topic today. But before we dive in, the intention of the show, if you're new, is to bring together men and women to learn how to honor each other's natural masculine and feminine energetic core so that we can create healthy, functional, polarized dynamics, especially in dating and just in relationships in general. So Brie, before we dive in, tell my friends who you are and what you do. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the show. If you guys have listened before, you've heard my spiel a million times. My name is Brie. I work with mostly female entrepreneurs, starting and scaling soul-led companies. These are ambitious, driven, powerful women that crave to be more in their feminine and attract in an empowered masculine man. So they really want to embrace their pleasure, orgasmic manifestation, being in their bodies, learning to receive more in business and love and all the things. And and that's my magic in the world. Um, I love it so much. And Courtney and I have similar work, but different flavors and modalities, which makes us a amazing duo. Courtney, tell the people who don't know you yet what your magic is. Yes. My name is Courtney Shand. I am a relationship mentor. I love helping women step more into or radiate more of their feminine energy by empowering their own masculine energy. This is what supports them to feel confident as they put themselves out there authentically in their work, their play, their dating, uh, their health. All of the things um, are really, I love talking about that empowered masculine energy, especially as a woman and what that means for us. So that is my jam. I love doing that work and it kind of brings us full circle to what we're talking about today, which is kind of like feminine energy 101, mm-hmm. how to embrace more of your feminine energy. If you have been listening to us for a while and we talk about masculine and feminine all the time, you may be thinking, hmm, I wonder what that means. Mm-hmm. Wonder no more, dear friends. <laughs> we're here for you. We're here for you. Yes. Yeah. I think there's a lot of women who have been looking for an episode like this. Like I hear you with the value of feminine and the importance of embracing that. Um, and for men as well, by the way, you can't be an empowered masculine man without your empowered feminine online. And, but I do think the expression can look different in men and women predominantly holding either pole. I digress. Women are craving this episode. We're so excited to bring it to you. And we want to share with you first, some of the characteristics of feminine energy. If you were to just list them out, kind of what the energy looks like. And then some of the key mindset shifts that both Courtney and I personally found to be mind blowing and really made a huge impact on our journeys of laying down our swords, opening our hearts, coming back home to our authentic feminine core. Um, mm-hmm. and just a sidebar before we jump into that, this is always about authenticity. It's not about being in the feminine because you think you should, or because you're a woman or whatever reason, it's about being authentic to who you are. So everyone has a unique combination and expression of masculine and feminine energy. None is wrong. None is right. It's just about being authentic to you. A lot of reasons women don't embrace their feminine is because they don't trust they've experienced trauma. They don't feel safe in the world. And so they kind of like put on this masculine shield 
we deconstructed it in our boss babe archetype, the last episode. So that'll give you some more information about that. So we're not saying it's bad to be masculine. We love masculine. We both have very juicy internal masculine energies on our own. It's about authenticity and really freeing and liberating that part of yourself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Courtney, tell the people, what are some of the characteristics of feminine energy? Ooh, I love this. So I love, when I think of feminine energy, it does have this kind of like playful light Mm -hmm. essence to it. So Mm -hmm. a lot of like just being in the moment, going with the flow, Mm -hmm. um, being able to express joy and happiness and play. Um, those are definitely feminine energy qualities that I think of just off the top of my head. What about you? Mm, I mean, you know, my work is mostly is all around pleasure. So I think of pleasure. I think of playfulness, emotionality, sensitivity, receiving energy, um, like lean back, surrendered energy with the universe or with your man, right? Really trusting fluidity, a lot less linear, more Mm -hmm. based on feeling instead of like knowing opinion fact sort of thing. Mm -hmm. It's kind of an abstract concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I do also want to add to that. This is like the center for spirituality. This is like our spiritual essence, our connection to the divine, whatever higher power you want to correspond that with. Mm-hmm. This is like the part of our soul that is able to express is a very feminine yeah. um, expression of spirituality. Mm. And there are lots of um, different types of uh, archetypes mm-hmm. of feminine energy. So great point. And I think we should just dispel this almost right from the jump because everyone has this idea of what they think feminine looks like. We're not speaking on gender roles by any means. We've said this a million times, gender and sex and energy are all different concepts. We're speaking about feminine energy. So, but there are archetypes that can be expressed. You could express the devotional housewife. If you want, you can express the sacred slut. You can express the, uh, kind of wild and free feminine energy. Um, what's another one that, Oh, the maiden, the crone, the wise old woman, like there are so many iterations of the feminine. And that's really the nature of the feminine is lots of different expressions and ways of being in the world. This is what makes her so fluid, multifaceted and expressive. Mm-hmm. I mm. love that you said that because that's the fun thing about archetypes is it's sort of like personality typing. We always want to be able to like put characteristics in a clump, you know, and say like, oh, I'm that, or this is what's showing up for me. Um, but the, the ability to be fluid and to stay open and like, keep accepting what is coming up for you, even if it is a new expression of yourself, mm. um, that newness and kind of like, um, uh, the wonder, the ability to stay like in awe of like just the unfolding of things, I think is so powerful and so feminine in and of itself. Mm, Yeah. I'm also thinking of the warrior woman, this like fierce feminine that can come out. They've also got the mama bear feminine. That's very nurturing and mothering and softer, right? There are so many iterations Mm -hmm. and that's almost innate to the feminine. Whereas the masculine can tend to be a bit more linear grounded. You know what I mean? A bit almost like more narrow. If we're thinking of the the concept of masculine energy, 
not people. Mm -hmm. And the feminine is more, I'm a little over here. I'm a little over there. Today, Mm -hmm. I feel like embracing my sacred slut. Today, I feel like embracing um, my, you know, fierce feminine leader, whatever it might be. Yeah. Wonder woman. Yeah. Hello. Yes. Empowered feminine queen. Yeah. So allowing yourself to play with those expressions is innately your feminine shining through. Yeah. Well, I love what you just said. Cause it's not about like putting uh, masculine energy in like this box. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with like Alison Armstrong talks about diffuse awareness versus like track vision, you know, like just the way that we are innately wired is going to lend to a different way of approaching the world and a different way of seeing things like the feminine is diffuse. Like it is just all directions all at once. Mm -hmm. And the masculine is very like focused and like straight, um, and kind of like confined or boundaried. That's a very masculine construct. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I love that you said that. So, so good. Now that we have some characteristics to work within, and if you want some more like hard uh, characteristics to go on, would definitely check out episode five. Mm. That's going to be a really great distinguisher between when we talk about feminine energy as a continuum, Mm -hmm. that's all the way from the wounded to the empowered. Mm -hmm. Actually, it's more of like a vertical Mm -hmm. wounded to empowered uh, continuum. So you can check that episode out. It's one of our most played episodes, which I'm super proud of because it's mm-hmm. deep and a lot of content. So, yes, and nice. continue. Yeah. So you've got the characteristics of feminine, this like surrendered, but fierce, playful, mystic, spiritual, intuitive. Uh, what else did we say? Embodied, mm-hmm. receiving woman, right? This, this feminine energy. And a few of the, one of the biggest mindset shifts that helped me to be more in my feminine when I was trying to understand like, okay, there's this abstract concept of energy that I definitely want to be in. I just don't know how. Mm-hmm. Um, the phrase, this phrase was so powerful. Trust your innate magnetism. Such a shift in all parts of life. Because when we talk about receiving, it's not just receiving from your man. Oh my gosh, my ears are ringing. That's a spirit sign. Um, That felt like someone put a telephone up to my ear. It's not just receiving from your man. It's also receiving money, receiving clients, right? This is like the feminine is a receiving energy. So when you trust your innate magnetism, there's no part of you that feels like you're chasing, proving, hustling, trying to get him to notice you. And this will clean up any wounded energy quite easily. It's a nice medicine for that. When you trust your innate magnetism, how do you date differently? If you really trusted your innate magnetism, how would you be showing up in your dating world? How would you be showing up in business? How would you be showing up in your career uh, with your friendships, right? If you knew that people already wanted to love you, cherish you, adore you, saw your value, and you trusted that, see how you would like naturally. I mean, if you're listening, you're not in the car, like feel how your body softens. I trust my innate magnetism. You are already leaning back you're already more receiving. You're already more open. Your body has softened. We've now caught the edge of the feminine and we can start bringing that embodiment in even more. Mm. Love that. I love it. Yeah. This played out for me in, um, the tool that I use with a lot of people is like, how would you, how would you see yourself if you were seeing yourself through his eyes? 
Mm. And I remember having conversations with you a couple a while ago yeah. um, about like it does come down to trusting that he uh, like assuming that he thinks you're awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, like starting from what you said of like people want to love me. Like, of course he loves me. And it that is such a game changer because it can be really easy, especially when you're trying to get when you're trying to get into your like feminine energy to want to do something to get into your feminine energy. And really feminine energy is just the letting go of the things you've been trying to hide yourself with. It yeah, is like about being yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there more you wanted to say? I didn't mean to cut you off. I got excited. I know. No, go ahead. <laughs> uh, it's the beingness, right? And yeah. so when we're used to being in our masculine, I think a lot of women can ask, what do I do to get in my feminine? And it's like, see how it's like this weird twisted approach of still being in your masculine. It's not about what you do. It's not the bubble bath or the lingerie or whatever it is that you think is textbook feminine. It's the energy that you're in. And I always use this example with my clients who are, uh, they have kids and they're married and they're like, how do I be in my feminine, lean back, relaxed, playful energy when I have babies and a career? And then I come home and there's stuff to do, which I get, I totally get like that energy feels inaccessible. And so what I would say to them is it's not about what you do or what you have to do. It's about who you're being in it. While you're washing the dishes, there's a way to do it in your masculine where you are soap to sponge, scrubbing, washing, drying, done. You are totally in your head, just tasking, task grabbing, checking a box. There's also a way to wash dishes where you're like feeling the water on your skin. You're breathing all the way into your pussy. You have music on, you're dancing, you're playful, you're softened. Maybe you even have your kids there helping you. And it's this playful energy of like, we're cleaning together, we're bonding, things are getting done. The goal is not to get it done and be done. The goal is to be present in the task and playful and and in the beingness, the bonding, the connection, the sensuality not with your child, with the water, (laughs) but sensuality in a sense of like your feeling, your sensing, it's not meant in the sexual sense. Um, so you've stayed in your body. Does that make sense? Yeah. All of your senses are online. I think that's a big distinguisher that I like to use with my clients is like sensuality is like sensuality. It's not Mm -hmm. like sensuality, sexuality. It's like, there's a difference there. It's just using all of your senses in a way that pushes you deeper into your body, mm-hmm. which is what we talk about embodiment. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about that later, but it is just the experience, the full body experience of each moment, mm. taste, touch, smell, sounds, um, you know, skin feel of whatever you're doing. When you can tune into those things, the odds are pretty good that you're going to be more present and exactly what you just said of it's difficult for you not to be in your feminine energy when you're present, you know, like it really is, you get to be more open and more available to every moment as it's happening and everything that's available to you to experience Mm -hmm. happy, sad, joy, play, Mm -hmm. um, anger, all of the emotional spectrum gets Mm -hmm. opened up to you. And that's why the, the feminine is more emotional because when you're present, you can't help, but this energy is going to flow through your body. When your body's soft and you're experiencing all your sensations, you're in your body, all of this energy is going to be running through your whole body and it's going to animate you. 
So that is the expression of the feminine is just allowing this energy to animate you and not like shut it down or like box it off or wear the shield that we talked about last week. Yeah. Ooh, so well said. Really, when you're in your feminine, you are inhabiting your body. You're alive in your body, right? You are alive in here. When you're in your masculine and we go there, think about why you would go in your masculine when you're feeling emotional. Oh, he's going to think I'm too much. I'm going to be thought that I'm bitchy, bossy, too emotional, too much. Mm-hmm. Name another million feminine energy. Dramatic. Bits, right? I'm dramatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is why women shut it down and they go into their masculine, but the really empowered feminine, just like Cornea said, she's going to take shape with her body. Emotion is going to run through her and she's going to allow it to express. And a really empowered masculine man will appreciate this. He'll also be, uh, it'll be so fun for you to play with and notice how an empowered masculine man can ground that without, as Courtney said, in one of our last episodes, without smushing it. She said, this is Courtney's words. He can ground it like a lightning rod instead of smushing it like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I just think it's the best example. So, yeah. And make no mistake like that experience. When men are craving feminine energy from women, they want that expression, that emotionality. The line is, we don't want it spewed all over us and projected our our trauma and all those things, but expression and feeling and emotionality and your body moving with that, your enthusiastic, yes, your tears when you're upset. Yeah. All of that. Yes. Green light go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you know, what actually is just coming to me when you say that is they like it because it's the equivalent to them of their transparency for us. Like it's trustable because they can see it. Mm. They know how to interact with it because they're seeing it and it's in real time. Mm-hmm. There's no like delay or like manipulation. It is like, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. So it is the, the equivalent of his integrity and like showing up as who he says he's going to be. You are showing up as who you say you are. If you feel sad, feel sad. Mm. Like your whole body will feel sad with you and he will see that. And your shoulders are going to like slump forward and there might be tears coming out of your eyes and you might go like this. And he's going to be like, I, uh, she's sad, you know, like mm-hmm. it's easier for him to read and respond to when we express it that way, because he can see it. It's not like guesswork where he has to be like, is she sad? Is she mad? I don't know. She okay. She breathing. She have a pulse. Like (laughs) they're here for it. Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest complaints I hear from men is uh, the guessing game of like, Mm -hmm. I just don't know what she's feeling. She says she's fine. And she's not, she says whatever. And it's not whatever she says. It's all good. And it's definitely not all good. (laughs) That's like, I don't blame them for being confused. That is wounded energy and passive aggressiveness that we can sometimes fall into as women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And as you do this embodiment work, you'll notice that you have more access to express those things. So I do just want to give a little compassion to that because mm-hmm. this has taken some work to actively um, allow what sadness feels like in my body to be revealed. It is, it takes courage. Like to be in your feminine energy takes courage to drop your shield and to let people see you as you're emoting. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we have the experience of being squished, you know, to be the peanut butter and jelly experience. And it wasn't intended to be that way. So 
um, if you're doing this work, know that there is an expansive amount of capacity that your body will have as you continue to practice this. Mm-hmm. And if you need some help, both of us have programs to teach you how to do this, but, mm-hmm. um, there's a, in my experience, the more that you are able to tolerate those sensations and let them kind of light you up or animate you, the easier it gets. Hello for the Love of Men podcast listeners. This is Brie, one of your co-hosts. Please pardon our interruption for just a moment for a quick announcement, and then we will be right back to this week's episode. And I am so excited to share with you that Courtney and I have created the first ever way for you to work with both of us together. We have opened up a group coaching call that Courtney and I will be holding for up to 20 people to come in for a 90 minute to maximum two hour session to have your questions answered by Courtney and I and have our eyes and hearts and expertise on your love and relationship life. Our first session will be May 19th at 6 p.m. Central Time and this will be limited to 20 people to ensure that everyone will be able to get their questions answered. If you would like to join us, usually these calls are gonna be about $1.99 a call, but for the first call, we are cutting that price in half for $99 for one time. And then there's a potential that Courtney and I will hold these every single month. If you'd like to join us, there's a link in the show notes. And yes, this is open to both men and women. We would love to have you both. Of course, it is first come, first serve. So if you know you want in, I would encourage you to claim your seat as soon as possible. Thank you so much for listening to the show. We love you so much and enjoy the rest of this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes a little bit of time. I call it the cracking open process. Mm-hmm. When a woman's been in her masculine for so long and she's like, I'm ready. I want to be more of my feminine. Let's go. You're going to start feeling a lot more mm-hmm. because you don't realize how much you might be numbing out to your body and your feelings mm-hmm. because of all these wounds around being too much or being silenced or not being heard as a child. There's a million different, my background's in psychology and I know Courtney has training in psychology too. There's a million different reasons why a child internalizes the message not to emote and express, um, which we won't get into here, but it does take some, some correction and a lot of courage and it can feel a little overwhelming. So you're not wrong. If you've started this process and you're like, I'm feeling all the things. Yeah. Us too. (laughs) (laughs) But that's kind of the trade-off you make is when you decide I'm going to be alive inside my body. You don't just get to feel pleasure, ecstasy, orgasms all the time and happiness and giddiness. No, like you opt into the full experience of human emotions. So you also feel anger and grief and sadness and frustration. I think my experience was on a much deeper level. Mm-hmm. You can't choose just to feel happiness deeper. You, you feel it all. And then it gets revealed more. You've dropped your mask and you reveal to, to the people that you love and trust. Mm. Yeah. I love that. And I love when you always talk about cracking open, because that is such a good metaphor of like, yeah, you crack the egg, you let the insides just come out and be what they were meant to be. Crack your heart. You just let it kind of seep out and let it do its thing. And that is where you start to reveal. That's when the healing happens is when you can start revealing and create those corrective experiences. A lot of times we, uh, keep them guarded. Mm -hmm. And really the healing happens when we release it. 
and let it be exposed and in healthy, safe ways. Yeah. hundred so. percent. I think that's a, sorry, go on. I was going to say that's a whole other episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this concept, this mantra of trusting your innate magnetism will really soften you, especially in moments when you are feeling the emotion come up, you can trust that you're still magnetic in those moments. Yeah. 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 And then embodiment. I feel like this is a nice segue into a bigger concept court. Tell the people about embodiment and what that means. This is a pillar of feminine. Yeah. So embodiment is, it's kind of like uh, an Eastern concept, but basically it's the, what you just said of like living in your body, Mm -hmm. being able to experience your entire um, spectrum of emotions, your entire sensations, all of the sensations that are available and really being present to what's happening inside your body and outside of your body. I always tell clients, it's sort of like you have, um, antenna ones going out and ones going in. It's called interoception. Actually, there's a term for it where you're able to sense simultaneously, like what's happening externally outside of your body and register that information as well as what's happening internally and be able to communicate that information out. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what I, what I teach as embodiment. Anything you want to add to that? I think that's brilliant. I've actually not ever thought of it as what's coming, what's going on inside and what's going on on the outside of my literal body. I'm not, I'm, I know it conceptually, but I've not heard it described that way. Brilliant. Interesting. See, this is what's so fun working with Brie because her stuff's completely, it's like so similar. We're like on side tracks, but yes. she's on a different plane. How, what would you add to embodiment? Cause I think you said it so perfectly with inhabiting your body. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, my modalities of teaching are all around pleasure. Pleasure mm-hmm. is really how I learned deeper feminine energy work. And um, so for me, I learned embodiment by coming home to my pleasure. And yes, I mean sexual pleasure. I mean orgasmic pleasure. Um, what's the best way to describe this? We, our body senses everything, right? We know we have sight. Um, we can touch, we can smell, we can taste all these things. I think a lot of people don't associate that their emotional feelings are also in their body, right? You know, that your sight is one of your senses, but you also have this inside of your body. You're getting these feelings and that's giving you information. So when I started diving into pleasure work and seeing how much pleasure I could feel in my pinky toe, right? We're not even just talking about anything related to your genitals. Like this is how much pleasure can you feel from stroking your arm, from soft sheets, from drinking coffee, like really playing in the orgasmic current of life, which is one of my favorite concepts in the world to teach. All of my senses came online more often. And in self-pleasure practice, the more I expanded my ability to have pleasure and explored my ability to have pleasure, the more in my body I was. And I was surprised by when I tuned into these nuances of the pleasure my body's always had and really honored her and and learned her, um, always has been the Oracle. 
your gut feelings are on the next aligned move. You know, it so much more potently because your senses are online on a whole new level because you've come home to your body. You've decided I'm going to honor you. I'm going to hear you. I'm going to see how you work. I'm going to touch you and feel you and see like, what is this gift that I have to live inside my whole life? And then your intuition gets so much stronger because you're connected to those feelings even more. And a lot of my work is around spirituality and working with spirit. And so I found that channeling spirit became so much clearer because my senses were online more. So it was really about inhabiting the body I'm in and not being numb to it. And for me, the gateway was pleasure work for sure. Hmm. Yeah. And one more thing I might say about that is when we teach manifestation, we tell people to hold the energy of their desires, like hold the energy of expecting love to come to you, right? This, this concept that you get what you put out. It's really impossible to be embodied in a vibration of love or abundance or whatever it is. If you don't have your pussy online, like that's a huge part of your body (laughs) that Mm -hmm. a lot of women are just carrying between their legs and they're not aware of it. They don't see it as a portal. They don't see it as powerful. It's almost like they dismiss that part of their body, which makes me so sad because when that part of your body is online, you will walk through the world differently. Courtney, oh my gosh, tell the people about the VH connection. Tell them, oh <laughs> tell them the VH connection. Oh yes, I okay. can. <laughs> okay, before before we go there, that's yeah. a very powerful tool. I, <laughs> Yeah, that cannot be used in a manipulative way. But before we go there, I always explain it to people. Embodiment is the equivalent of trying to learn how to drive in a classroom versus in a car. Like you can be outside the car, walking around, like kick the tires, check under the hood. That's not actually going to give you the confidence on the road the same way that sitting behind the wheel and driving is going to do. It's the same with your body. Like we, a lot of times are taught about our body from the outside, looking in, Mm. you know, like we're exploring the outside of our body. We understand conceptually what's happening in our body, but we don't actually get in and drive. And therefore we're cut off from all of that propulsion, all of the energy, all of the intuitive hits that you were just talking about Mm. of being able to kind of like, just sense what to do next. That happens when we get in the car. I always tell my clients like to get in the car, you actually have to drop the judgment. That is the door handle (laughs) to get in the car. You have to stop judging yourself. So like that is the difference between living outside of your body, kind of up in your head versus living inside your body. There is going to be stuff that comes up. And the more that we can process that. And a lot of times the judgments that are going to keep you out of your body are the same ones that you are afraid other people are thinking of you. So just a little pro tip there. (laughs) <laughs> a moment of silence for Courtney's geniusness. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if your sadness is quote unquote drama or too much, when you are afraid to share that with someone, that is really a good indicator of where there is some healing for you to do, to be able to sit with your own sadness. You're not going to be able to embody what sadness truly feels like in your body until you can come to it with less judgment. Um, and that's the process. That's the work of kind of sinking deeper into your, your physical and emotional body, kind of linking those back up. Mm. I love that you described it as the car analogy. That makes so much sense. And this is really the bigger picture of feminine energy. Like you can look at the car, you can hear about feminine energy, 
but you don't know what it's like to drive it or what it's like to be in your feminine until you start getting in that thing and pressing the gas and fumbling around and crashing a few times. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which is exactly what you were talking about of like your pleasure exploration, like what feels good innately for you? What sensations do I enjoy? It's the same that I take clients with health, like with your body, like learning how to be in your body, in your body, embodying Mm -hmm. in in your (laughs) health um, Mm -hmm. becomes a lot more intuitive when you're actually in the car kind of Mm -hmm. looking out and being able to see things more clearly. So yeah, I love that. You don't have to share the VH connection. If you feel like it's too soon, like if it feels like a tool that you would reserve for clients when they've had more nurture and unpacking, feel free. Well, I will give the high level of it. There is a connection Mm -hmm. between your heart and your vagina. Mm -hmm. Brie is the expert of this domain, but it is linked with, (laughs) they are linked. They're also linked with how you can speak. Mm. So that whole, uh, kind of channel from your entire thoracic core, mm-hmm. uh, is going to resonate on different frequencies. So if you can sink into your body, the more embodied you are actually, the deeper your tone will be mm. in terms of your speech. So like right now I am speaking from my heart and it sounds a little different. If you got really clear, it sounds a little different than it did maybe, 30 seconds ago, Mm -hmm. because I am purposely like sending energy into my heart space, Mm. which is, you know, halfway down my body. If you sink further and you imagine kind of speaking from your vagina space, Mm -hmm. that is going to have a different tonal quality too. And it lands differently in different people's bodies. Mm -hmm. And the VH connection is essentially speaking from that kind of like deep guttural I mean, like Marilyn Monroe was the queen of the Mm. VH connection and men were all over it. They could hear it. And I think it lands differently in their body. They can hear it. I remember reading about Marilyn Monroe uh, when she was, I think, sitting at the park with a friend, like glasses on, hat on, right? Trying to go unnoticed under the radar. And she said to her friend, do you want to see her? And she was like, what do you mean? She's like, do you want to see Marilyn come out? And she was like, yeah. And she changed the energy she was in. It gives me goosebumps to think about. This is perfectly what we're saying. She shifted her energy, left all her clothes, hat, whatever on, and people started approaching her. It is truly an energetic shift. And you will feel this in your dating life as well. And I know I felt it big time when I consciously was like, I am going into a feminine space. I am opening my heart. I'm opening this energy. I'm wanting to be approached. I'm in this playful essence. And and obviously it's taken a lot of work and embodiment practice to get there. It's not like one 30 minute podcast episode, although we'll hold that possibility for you. Um, but it changed how I was being approached, who was approaching me, how easy it was. It was amazing how things started coming. And one day Courtney and I spent an afternoon talking about the VH connection. I'll have to dig it up and see if I saved it. Cause she did do the intro to the show. <laughs> like welcome back to the, for the love of men podcast, but it was like VH if I, and I'll see if I can find it for you guys. I tried <laughs> it. I used this one, one day at the gym. Don't do it at the gym. Warning. <laughs> do not. This is powerful. I, I really am reserving this for clients because it takes some finesse. And I really think I'll tell you what it is. That's not a secret, but if you want to learn how to Mm -hmm. do it, 
you, yeah, we need to, we need to be working. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I was playing with this breath work, breathing voice, I wasn't even speaking. It was just breath, the breath work essence for me. I got approached three times. Mind you in the gym, I purposefully am in like anti-Marilyn mode. I'm like, don't talk to me. I want to lift. I want to be left alone. I also go to a gym that's just full of hot people. Like it's all just hot young people. <laughs> and Courtney and I are based in um, um, Nashville, but this particular gym is just full of hot people. So you got to be careful with these tools. We're not making this shit up. Mm-mm. Nope. Uh, and that's why, that's why I say that we need to be working together because you, it takes some calibration to be able to hold that much attention. What we do when we're not wanting attention and we get it is we shut it down. Yeah. And a lot of times that can be in really, um, not helpful ways. Sometimes they're harmful either to you or to them, but we're just going to say not helpful. It's, it's, it takes some, um, extra, shifts and awareness to be able to support that I am someone who is welcoming attention and I know what to do with it. Otherwise it's very scary and overwhelming and you go into your child energy and it just feels like, "Ah!" um, and and it kind of has a reverse effect. I find it to be a little bit like re-traumatizing sometimes. So um, that's why I'm saying, don't play around with this unless you actually are ready to be there for the repercussions of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think it's unfair, uh, to men. I would go so far as to say like, if you're opening up this energy and they're approaching you and then you're like, shut Shut down, down. swat, Mm -hmm. swat, swat. So that's just creating a lot of pain for men who Mm -hmm. are approaching you because your energy is open, you know? Yes. I'm so glad you said that. Like men are very sensitive to our Mm -hmm. energy. They can totally feel when we're in our feminine energy, they can a hundred percent feel it. And part of being in your empowered feminine energy is to be a safe space for people. So yeah. like, if my energy is open, I am willing to receive you safely. It's not like mixed messaging, like come here, go away, you know, which a lot of men get and it's very confusing to them. So Courtney, you have just infused your brilliance all over this podcast. So many juicy ways of saying things. Courtney's a word magician. (laughs) She will say something in a way you'll be like, I've heard this before, but it's Courtney-fied and now I get it. (laughs) I love you. I love you. Okay. So we've said embodiment. Yeah. Trusting your innate magnetism, embodiment work. We've talked about pleasure. Anything else you want to cover in part one of this episode? You know, I think that's actually a really great place to leave it because if you could just play around with the idea of how people actually see you, if we did nothing else today, but help you clean up, like getting in your own vehicle and also how people actually see you and starting to create corrective experiences around like what's true, what true reflections are for you. I think that would go so far mm-hmm. in you showing up as a completely different person in your dating life, in your friendships, uh, with your family, work, all the things. Yeah. hundred percent. And it's a practice. This is not mm-hmm. just like a switch. You can really go in and out so fluidly of these energies and you could feel so like soft in your feminine, you're feeling the water as you're doing the dishes. And then your husband is like, you're doing that wrong. And you're like, (laughs) (laughs) walls up. (laughs) So just be so patient and compassionate. And if, if you want support, Courtney and I really, we do have full courses on this because it takes time. And for me, it took support talking it through, getting really clear with 
Why do my defenses go up? Where have I learned these mechanisms? Where am I not trusting? And that's some deep shit to be candid about it. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is not just a light switch that you flip on. It also comes with responsibility as we've been touching on because we don't ever want these things to be used for manipulation. We want them to be used for healthy, mutual love, right? Mm -hmm. That is generous and compassionate and respectful. So so we do have some ways to support you if this is something you want to explore. And I think that's a great place to ask, Courtney, what containers do you have if they want to be supported by the word wizard herself? Oh my gosh, where's your crown? I don't have it. I left it at my house. I know. At your castle? <laughs> In my castle. Well, it's here. It's just, you can't see it. What do you mean you can't see it? You're growing a new row of diamonds. <laughs> anyway, Courtney, okay. tell the people about your magic. Yes. Um, so if this content was helpful for you, you will love my program, Nourished. Nourished is actually designed to help you get into your vehicle. That is what it is all about, dropping the judgment understanding how you can get into the car in order to drive. That's when things with health become a lot more intuitive, setting up your entire life and your body to support you being more of yourself out in the world. That's what that program is entirely about. Mm. We do use the kind of vehicle of nutrition, um, but it really is about what's going to create a nourishing experience for you and get you into your feminine energy and into your body more. Um, the next phase to that is arise rise is more specific about your kind of, um, calling in the world and expressing more of who you are in the world. It's kind of built for people who are in a more relational space, either dating or in a relationship. Um, one of my clients right now is in a relationship and she is killing it in arise. So it works across the board. It really is about learning to kind of support yourself and grow from within so that you can express more of that feminine energy and feel confident because you have your own back. So two of my favorite, favorite programs. If you liked this work, those are two things that you definitely need to check out. And if you want just an intensive session, let me know. Um, those prices go towards the program. So I've got one going right now for nourished. If you wanted to, um, do some of this deeper work with, uh, the nutrition piece of it, let me know. Um, and if you want to feel into arise and see if that might be a good fit for you too, just let me know and we can get you started. That's so great. So they can do an intensive session with you one-to-one. Yeah. And then it gets applied toward the program. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying that feeling generous. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Because the work that I, the work that we do with embodiment is it's, there's a felt sense to it. And until you experience what the felt sense is, you kind of don't have an idea of where you're aiming. Mm -hmm. Once you know, you've like locked it into your nervous system of like, Oh, this feeling is what I'm going for. Then Mm -hmm. it's much easier to find, to pick out of a crowd. If you have a photo of someone uh, you know, a blind date is less of a blind date if you know what they look like. Yeah. So easier to find. So mm-hmm. it, it reminds me of, um, when I was just learning how to lift, like I'd never been in the gym, right. You can look at a picture of a squat or a video all day long, but until you get underneath the bar and actually feel what it's like in your body, you don't know anything about squatting properly. Yeah. Yeah. Which muscles are being activated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So true. I love that. There's so many different layers to it. So that's, that's me. That's the programs I have. Brie, I know you've got a couple of really good ones coming up. Tell them about it. 
So many good ones. First and foremost, I'm stoked because I open a mastermind for female entrepreneurs twice a year. It's called Magnetic, and it is for feminine forward entrepreneurs wanting to embrace their feminine energy, their pleasure, their spirituality in their business. So it's designed to be, uh, there's only up to 10 women that are allowed in. It's high level. We meet every other week on Zoom and do hot seat coaching. And it's the sisterhood of powerful women scaling their businesses through feminine energy and pleasure and fun and all these juicy things and their emotionality and their sensitivity and getting the support that you need when you're an embodied feminine woman doing something that can be at times quite masculine or feel that way. Um, Courtney's photo in the background just fell. <laughs> That's hilarious. Do you have any spirits over there, Courtney? Startled me. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Um, So if you're listening in real time, uh, we do keep enrollment open until it's capped at 10 women, but we are starting at the end of April. So the sooner you reach out, the better. And if it's past that time when this episode releases, reach out and see if there's spots open. We could let you sneak in later if you'd like. And then the other thing I have going on is Inside Out, the art and science of healthy relationships and magnetizing the divine masculine. That is all about how men and women think, operate, believe differently. It's healing all these inner feminine wounds we carry that get us attracting the wrong people. And we really shift you into a healthy space of relationship with yourself and with the people you're dating. So that's a juicy program too. That's going to be more of a self-study. If you want to come into it, um, you wouldn't be getting the live version. And then obviously I do one-to-one as well. Courtney does one-to-one. We both do. So you can always inquire about that if you're interested. Yes. If and you- I just want to shout out because I have taken some of Bree's courses, mm-hmm. her business mind is genius. If you are a feminine energy entrepreneur, Bree is your girl. She is just so good at getting in there and helping you feel safe and exploring why you're holding yourself back. She's genius at it. So, yeah. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. I love the mix of feminine energy and business. And I also love that it's such a rebellious idea. Like for some reason, people think (laughs) you need to be masculine in business. And I'm like, I don't think you understand. I spend like two hours getting in my body every day and playing. Like I write the best posts after I have great lovemaking sessions. Like there's a new way to do business. That's a good Yes. Come play over here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And just as successful, you know, objectively, quote unquote, successful. Right. Oh yeah. I made more money in business, had a bigger impact, expanded in so many ways. When I came home to my body, I was stunted in growth when I was hustling and burning out, trying to do business like a masculine being would. And it wasn't true to me. Yeah. Lots mm. of anyway, um, you guys, if you uh, integrity, shop, that is integrity. And if you're looking for more of that, that's an episode 12. Yes. Integrity. Shout out to one of my favorite episodes. Okay, continue. Sorry to cut you off. That's all right. What what I was going to say is, if you love the show, share the show. That means the world to us. And rate us um, on Apple or Spotify. That helps us rank higher in the relationship category. And then we get this out to more people. And if you're not following us on the TikTok already, which where a lot of you came from, so you probably are. But if you're not, head over there. Yeah. Those are fun. I'm already cringing at, I was watching myself on the zoom, like crap. These are not going to be good. <laughs> the expressions I've made. <laughs> They're not going to translate to TikTok. 
Oh boy. Okay. Yeah, but the content will, so we're here for it. We are here to provide content and the TikToks are just a byproduct of our juicy content. It's true. And if you'd like to reach out to either of us, we'll put our Instagrams and, and programs and stuff like that in the show notes. You can check it out there. We love you and we will see you in the next episode.